This week on Rails in Mysteries, Avis Osborne sees another time. Agent Erickson makes a new friend. Gwyneth Appleton plays hostess. And Aaron Aronson is a hero. It's a cold December in Rails End, but that hasn't kept people from coming out in droves for the Christmas parade. Ozarkers line Main Street waiting for the floats built on hay wagons, the shivering Rails End High Railhawks marching band, and a jolly red-clad man at the end of the parade. There's been no snow yet, so the hills around Rails End are a study in bare tree branches, surrounded by piles of brown leaves and vaguely green grass waiting for warmer weather. All but the fastest flowing rivers have iced over in this cold snap. In town, on the parade route, and outside the Hungry Hills Cafe, Hazel is doing a brisk business selling coffee and hot chocolate. Down the road at Jay's Roadhouse, warming beverages of a different sort are being sold in small plastic bottles carried around in brown paper bags. Most of the town and a lot of the surrounding uh, farmers have gathered up for the Christmas parade and what are you guys doing? Be nice. Do you think you want to go down to the parade? I'm sure. Yeah. Let's go down. Yeah, to the parade. could be fun. Seems interesting at least. We'll get to see some people and maybe some of the floats will be good. It's been a while since I've been in a celebration. It'll be I can't nice. The last time. And my guess is you're mostly healed up now. Yes. Yeah, I think we're all in pretty good repair, finally. Yeah. Um, John is going to try to get a hot chocolate and a coffee. Does John have money? I, I'd say I've been saving for the week. Okay. Haven't been wasting it all on grenades? No, I haven't bought anything crazy. Okay, or I should say you haven't been blowing it all on grenades. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I think I think he has enough for like a holiday like little splurge and get some hot chocolate and coffee. Okay. So you do that from Hazel. Anything you want to talk to Hazel about while you're doing it? So are there any uh, traditions for this little celebration that us Ooh, outsiders well, need to know about? Well, outsiders need to know to, to be careful of, of things, sure. Um, but no, we're, we're friendly around here. Um, so you want a tea, or a, a cocoa and a, a coffee, both? Uh, yes, please. Okay, okay. Um, now the biggest thing is to enjoy the parade and try to stay out of trouble. I, I hear you've been in a lot of it. Oh, I think we've been laying low for a little bit. Um. Oh, but folks around here don't remember. It's going to take laying low longer than a month or two for us to forget. Oh, I know. And I think that... At about that time, the parade starts off, and um, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these small-town parades where the floats are pretty much people riding on hay wagons that are being pulled by tractors or sometimes trucks, depending upon how things are outfitted. And, you know, they're simple, but there's a few that really attract your eye. Um, towards the middle of the parade, right before the marching band, comes your friends at the Healing okay. Cavern Tabernacle. They've got a float, and they're sitting uh, on chairs on the back of a wagon there, and they are throwing little hard candies out to the crowd, and the kids are, of course, uh, a little interested, but their parents are holding them back a little bit. 
Um, there are these little green candies that are getting thrown around, and their sign, their banner on the side of the float says, there's room at the <laughs> Healing Cavern Tabernacle. Guys, can we just shoot them? That would probably make our job simpler for the next week. There are children. I'm... <laughs> exactly! Why won't anyone think of the children and kill the people giving them dodgy treats? In front of... No, I think at the very... Well, I think at the very least we need to take some of that candy and test it. Yeah, John was going to get right. some candy. Remember the sense of rusty. Yeah, I don't want to have to fight children with zombies. That's a fair point, actually. Yeah, we should check out the candy at the very least. Remember the sassafras. Remember the sassafras. <laughs> so do you want to try to snag some of the candy? Yep. Okay. Um, I think you're going to need a roll to kick some ass. No, actually, <laughs> it's just candy laying on the ground. Um, and you're, you're able to pick it up. Um, and the kids are at the behest of their parents, uh, mostly well, leaving that's it away. good. Good job, parents. <laughs> <laughs> then comes the Rails Hawk marching band, and they are shivering, and they're cold, and they're not happy. This is not their best performance ever, but they're playing Christmas carols as they go by. Um, they do an odd marching band rendition of Oh Little Town of Bethlehem. That's weird. And then they pass on down the street. You're giving me high school flashbacks right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the marching band uh, comes a float from the Rails Inn Furry Friends Shelter. Um, their float has the uh, banner that reads, there's, there's room in your home for one of our furry friends at the inn, and they have on the wagon a whole bunch of just adorable little furry animals. Um, mostly dogs, because they can be put on a leash and held carefully. There's one um, sort of old-looking cat that is being content to be held by a, a woman in a rocking chair in the middle of it all. Um, it's a chill yes, cat. Yes, they're smiling and That is such a chill yeah. cat. In a rocking chair on a moving Have the dogs seen the candy? You what? What? Yeah. So I asked if the ducks had seen the candy. Oh well, they're on the float, so they have not. Cool. We're all good. Yeah, they're on. They're on the wagon, sitting there, or running around on their leash. Gwyneth, Gwyneth, Gwyneth. Can we get a cat? Yeah. Yes, I think that would be a great plan. Alan just sort of <laughs> looks at Gwyneth quizzically, just shakes his head. Uh, what? Cats are sweet. Yes, but you're not. <laughs> oh, Ouch! Oh, shots fired! Howard is still salty at her for not letting him talk to the cult. <laughs> Okie dokie then. Well, so then uh, there's a few more floats. There's, you know, uh, a real estate agent who's... Uh, riding the back of a pickup truck. There's the uh, Yuletide king and queen that come by who are high schoolers who, you know, got crowned parade royalty. And then there's Santa Claus who's in the back of an old, uh, not antique-looking 1950s Chevy pickup truck, the back of a pickup truck. It's very red and very vibrant. And, and everyone cheers. And then the parade's over. And um, I guess the question is, what do you do now? Um, now that half of my cocoa and half of my coffee is gone, I'm going to pour them into the same cup. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. And 
um, as you are doing that and you're milling around, are you doing any shopping or anything? Uh, did you say something about the, the cat from the furry friends? Yeah, I'm going to go and ask about adopting a cat. Okay, well, the uh, furry friends animal shelter is just a little bit down Main Street if you wanted to go do that. And they did have signage on their float saying they were open. All right, then I'm going to go do that. Okay, anyone going with her? I would like to. I would like to just to see how that happens. I want to go along and pet some dogs. Okay. So you all walk down the busy and uh, friendly street um, to the animal shelter. And as you are approaching it, you see a police car drive up with its lights flashing. At us. That's concerning. They, mm-hmm. they ignore you. Well, the police good. is ignoring you. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a deal. But they go into the uh, into the animal shelter. I guess we follow them in. Like, yeah. 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 So inside, what you immediately see is you see a police officer. It is, oddly enough, an officer you do not recognize. Luck is on our side. Oh. And he is talking to a woman who you recognize as the woman who was on the float in the rocking chair holding the cat. And she's, oddly enough, um, still holding the cat who is more or less asleep at this point, even though the woman holding the cat is talking animatedly to the police officer about something. Can we hear what? Or... Um, I think that probably... You should roll to either investigate a mystery. Probably investigate a mystery is the best thing. And we can figure out what you learn as you're lurking there that way. Oh, the dice are happy today. Um, That's a nine. Okay. Yeah, a nine. So with a nine, you hold two. I hold one. Oh, you hold one. Sorry. Yeah, I read my Um, line wrong. What happened here? Okay, so it's kind of a busy place because there's all of the people who've been on the float and there's the dogs that have been uh, on the float and they're running around and all of the rest of it. But you can hear the woman with the cat talking to the police officer saying, I'm telling you, they're all gone. All of them except for the ones we had on in the parade are gone. said that this villain was extra evil and now I'm concerned. <laughs> um, the most evil villain yet. Uh, oh, oh, man. No. Oh, no. I'm just frozen in terror. I can feel Aronson's approval ratings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt is deeply in favor of supporting the animals. Aronson just doesn't give a damn. It's a hard line to tread here. <laughs> but I'd like to say I'm not as much of a dick as my character might end up being this session. <laughs> uh, you know, I think Gwyneth may not be the biggest dick. Yeah, it session. sounds like it. It sounds like you at least like cats. John's going to enter the uh, store. Okay. Or the shelter. Right. And there's sort of a front desk area, but, you know, you can see behind, through a door, um, a large room with lots of just empty cages. Uh, 
Hello. Um, you look uh, quite uh, distraught. Do you what, what? What seems to be the matter? What happened here? During the parade, somebody came and they, I don't know how they did it. They took all of the animals waiting for adoption. How many did they take? How many animals were here? Well, once you accept the ones that that we had with us mm -hmm. on the float, there were eight dogs, um, 11 cats, and three kittens, and they're all gone. Okay. Do you have any security footage of the shelter? Well, that's just it. We were looking at it. We, we have video cameras that record, and they, they just, they just go to all static for a bit after the parade started and they don't start up again until we get back were, here. <coughs> were the kennels and cages opened? Have they been broken or unlocked? That's just it. Some of them were opened up, but then a lot of them, they looked like they were tore open from the inside, oh, especially the dogs. Holy bucket. I take a look at this. I'm, I, I'm good at investigating this sort of thing. Particularly where cameras failed. I think you're going to need to roll to manipulate. I someone. actually am better at that now. Can I, can I try to help her and be like, uh, can I try to, what is it, help someone? You, 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 you can, but we'll have to see what the roll is to see if it will be um, helpful or productive. I got a, productive. That's a ten, I think. Yeah, ten. Never mind. No okay, no help needed. Um, so yeah, on a uh, 10 plus, she will do what you ask for the reason you give, and I, I don't think you're asking too much. So she says, yeah, um, uh, come take a look. I'd appreciate any help that we can get. I've never, in all my years as the director here, I've never seen anything like this. And so never seen anything like this is kind of our specialty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And so she leads you back, and um, there are a few doors that are just standing mm -hmm. open. Um, but then there's others where the doors, like the latches have been ripped off or the hinges on the doors have been broken, um, as if some animal or beast on the inside had burst out. Okay. I, I'm guessing she's here too, right? She okay. is. So I can't do my usual spell prep. That would be too obvious. But I... S you can probably do some investigative mystery. Yeah, things. I'll start with investigative mystery. I, I desperately want to use magic, but I, I think we'll start with just investigative mystery. Who have witnesses? Okay. Oh, wow. My dice are really happy today, guys. Freakishly so. That's, that's a 12. Okay. So you get a whole yes. two now. Um... I mean, I could ask what happened here again. I kind of want to ask what sort of creature it is, though. So I think I'm going to start with that. Okay. And because the answer can only be premised on the things that you can reasonably detect or be mm -hmm. aware of, I think that in order to be true to that, I have to tell you um, that... These were seemingly, there's no indication of anything unusual. There's no tracks or marks or indication of anything being here. 
other than whatever opened the doors that were, you know, open gently, and whatever seemingly compelled the dogs to burst out of but their But it does tents. look like the dogs did it. Like, it, they were not changed in some way. That this, These kennels were something they were capable of bursting out, if so provoked. Um, I mean, they're sturdy. They're sturdy. But you... Well, I, I think you could you could even ask Melanie, and she would say, Melanie being the director, I don't think I'd introduce her by name before, but Melanie even told you that, you know, we've had dogs burst out of these before, but most just aren't interested enough or strong enough to do it, but it looks like they just burst clean through these. At least four of them did. That's, I, I've were never these, seen that. And these were also gentle. Were these big dogs, the ones that burst out? Well, you know, that one seemed to be, she points to one of the kennels, that one seemed to have been a, a, a German Shepherd mix of some kind. That one over there, um, you know, was some kind of mutt that had a little bit of poodle in her. And then um, that one over there was some sort of a healer probably. But, I mean, so they're not, those aren't small dogs. I mean, our Chihuahua mix over there, I mean, that one, it looks like it got opened up. But... I mean, none of these were dogs that were violent or rough or that, that ever tried to get away. They didn't even have too much anxiety. Okay, I have one more hold, right? Um, you do. Is there any evidence of where did it go here? Did they all exit out the front somehow, or was there some other exit that is closer to this? So, you have seen and observed two okay. doors. There is the front door that mm -hmm. you came in, and there is a back door, which the police officer is now outside it. You know, he's come and gone through it a little bit as he's investigating and trying. Well, he's dusted it for fingerprints and things like that. Um, there are some windows as well that let light in, but they are high up and they're small, and they don't look like they even open. And the glass is intact. On so not through the windows, but could have been out the back door. Could have been. Did you did you have any other employees that worked here? Well, um, I'm the only employee, really. We have volunteers that come in. Of course. Um, and they help out. But there was nobody here. We were all locked up uh, because everybody was out at the parade. We were all ready to come back afterwards and try to find new homes for all our, our animals that were back here and... and and, and then she begins to cry. Okay. Um, I'm going to give her some space. <laughs> um, is there anyone else around other than her in the kennels here? Uh, there are several uh, individuals who are uh, apparently volunteers. They were on the float with Melanie. And they're sort of milling around, talking amongst themselves. They seem distraught. Um... I'm gonna go up to Aaron and be like, uh, this woman seems distraught and I feel like we're in need of a little bit of a distraction so that our uh, mystical friend can do what she does without prying eyes. What flavor of distraction? Comforting. Hmm. <laughs> Can you do that? 
Don't you have a ba bag of shenanigans or something? Like, pull some shenanigans. <laughs> I left it in the van! What? I'm not some... Am I just a performing monkey to you? No. You're a very useful performing monkey. <laughs> I kind of smile and jab him. I push the jab away. Like, okay, I'm going to attempt to go into the van, grab some random stuff, and attempt to do a magic show to this upset crowd? Because apparently that's how much oh I've been told God, to do. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, so, has got to try to, like, talk to Melanie? <laughs> okay. Like, like, you know, Melanie, like, I know that we have a reputation for getting into trouble in this town, but... We will find you these animals, whatever trouble they're in, because we are very good with dealing with this. Um, I think Melanie sobs a little bit and um, doesn't look at you. That's fair. That's really fair. All to say, Melanie, we will get you your dogs and cats back. Melanie. So, Aaron, what are, what are you doing as Gwyneth is having this little conversation? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to do it. I just didn't know what else I was being told to do. I'm going to see that Gwyneth is doing it and go, Gwyneth's got it, and then not do anything because. Is. So I, I, I think, Aaron, as you lay eyes on Gwyneth talking to uh, Melanie, that Melanie sees you and she, she sort of straightens up a little bit and she says, that's Aaron Aronson. Oh. <gasps> it is. Yes. I'm going to wander over and be like, hello there. Yeah, shh, don't tell anyone. I'm doing a, I'm consulting for a team of people who are investigating all sorts at the moment. It helps me to keep a low are, profile at the moment. But always good to uh, see uh, someone who knows are, who I am. And I wink. Are, are you here to save us? I am here to save you. Are you going to save our animals? I'm going to do my absolute best. Well, my cousin Kirsten says you're really good at these things. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I've, I've had much success in areas like this in the past, but it always depends as to what nefarious thing has been acting to steal your, the animals. Oh, but, thank Lord. I, I can rest a little easy now, and then she hugs you. Mary. I'm going to hug her back. I was... Yeah. Uh, while this is going on, I was wondering, I've got a couple of tricks up my sleeve that would need absolutely no people in the area to disturb them. I'd be able to try and hunt for the dogs' auras there, but animals' auras are so much weaker than people's, and I'm really going to need you to like, get everyone else back other than me and my assistant over here, point to Avis, and hopefully between the two of us we might be able to get some clues as to what's going on. But it's, it, it's difficult after time's passed, especially for someone who's not human. That's so, what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, for Good reasons job, that are going on off screen, 
I think that you don't even have to roll to manipulate someone for that ridiculous piece of story that you came up with. Um, I, I think Melanie um, gathers up her volunteers and says, it's, it's going to be okay. That's Aaron Aronson. I, we need to clear out to let him look at she things. She keeps double thumbs up from Aaron. <laughs> I'm a man of many talents. I puff my chest out proudly. All right, so they clear out, and what do you want to do now? John's John's leaving and going around back to the cop. Okay. Um, But I'm going to let them do their thing. (laughs) All right. Gwyneth will sort of watch the door and make sure no one comes in right now. The front or the back? There are two. Uh, I'll watch the front. I think the cop's in the back, right? Yeah, he Okay, is. then I would be watching that one. Okay, and we can, let's do inside, and then we will check and see if there's anything that we need to uh, take care of with Erickson and Gwyneth. Okay. All right. I'm going to do a spell that I've done in the past, I think twice now, um, which is observe another place or time, and I'm going to try to observe the kennels during the um, parade so I can see what happens. Okay. Well, that's a use magic roll. Let's see if my this dice is where the, butt, the dice betray you, everything explodes. They did not betray me. That is going to be 11. Ooh. Holy moly. I'm good at magic. So, describe how you perform this magic, and then I'll tell you what you observed. Well, previously, I, I did it on a riverbank, and I set up all my circles and stuff with, like, stones and things like that. But now I'm kind of constrained in this... Um, kennel space. I'm guessing there's not like a wide hall between everything. It's it's probably pretty narrow. Um, so I'm taking out a piece of chalk and just like lightly drawing the circles. And this doesn't require specific rooms or anything. It's it's more about the mm-hmm. shapes of things. Um, okay. And it, it's sort of this interlocking pattern of, of circles and dots. Um, and once I've laid that out, I encant the spell. And I then my eyes like glow blue as I observe the space in the past. Okay. And so what happens as you observe the space in the past is you see around you all of a sudden the the cages the cages and kennels filled with, with animals, most of them sleeping contentedly, and then the back door opens up and a tallish figure, seemingly masculine, uh, walks in. He's wearing a long brown coat that goes almost to the floor. And as he steps inside the door, a hand, he reaches a hand into the, uh, the pocket inside of his coat on the left-hand side and pulls out what looks to be a whistle. Uh, and he blows it, and suddenly all of the animals start trying to get out of their cages. Um, A few succeed. You see the larger dogs manage to burst through their doors, and then he goes and he opens the doors on the cages where the animals weren't able to break out, and they all sort of swarm around him, and then they follow him out the back door, which closes again. Okay. Um... 
once my vision ends, I, I just sort of get ready to talk to everybody and report that what we're looking for is a man with a whistle that can apparently control animals, and that they went in and out through the back door. Okay. Hello. This episode's up a little bit later than I intended, but technical difficulties do not take holidays, so I vanquished those beasts and got it out for the Sunday episode. This week, we're starting a new arc, so that should be pretty exciting. It's going to be all wintry and nice, and we hope you enjoy it as the winter creeps in around us. Um, Remember, as always, to give us a review or a rating on your favorite podcatcher if you're enjoying our show, and tell your friends. If you're liking this, maybe they will too. Now, back to the show. And then, what is going on? Uh, in the back, I guess. Uh, Agent Erickson, while Avis is doing this, are you trying to talk with the officer at all? I, I go to the, yeah, I go to the back. Um, does this officer look like young? Does he look like a new officer? Or has he been around? He's certainly young. Uh, he's certainly young. Maybe 22, 23 years old. Very much baby-faced. Um, maybe a little bit pudgy. But, um, you know, like I said, not someone you have seen before in your alarmingly high number of interactions with the police force. And I mean, at least one of them were good. We'll see if we can get another. Um, I move up to him and I, I say, uh, hello there, sir. Um, I was in the area. I work for a... Uh, I work for a special division of the government. And I was wondering if you had found anything of peculiar interest thus far. He says, well, I'm not supposed to talk to civilians. You need to talk to my chief if you uh, want any information about this. I'm just doing the best I can to uh, collect all the evidence here and, uh, and see what we can find. I pull out my badge from my coat and I say, oh, I'm not a civilian, uh, sir. It's okay. All right, you're going to need to roll to manipulate someone. Come on, official poll. <laughs> ah, yes. Eleven. <laughs> okay. The dice are going to fail uh, us later. Just plus watch. zero. You guys are really, yeah, you're getting ready for quite a collapse here at this rate. <laughs> um, so he looks at your badge carefully, and he kind of furrows his brow and says, I've never heard of this, but... Uh, I, it sure looks official, I, and there's not much to tell you, really. Um, weird stuff's been happening around here. Well, always been happening around here, but been happening even more these days. And well, I guess this is just another one. I, I looked at the uh, surveillance video that they keep. They they store on a hard drive. They got cameras, and he points to a camera above the back door, and he says they got cameras here and inside and in the front, and they were all on the blitz during the parade and then I come back you know I get called in and I've never seen anything like that I mean how's a dog going to break out of some of those kennels unless that dog was just almost possessed and then back here there's no sign of anybody really hardly coming and going there's just some tire tracks and it looks like it was a big truck that was here but I mean they get deliveries here all the time so that doesn't tell us anything uh what's your name uh sir, if I may ask. Um, 
Mayberry. I'm, I'm Officer Randall Mayberry. Uh, and you are, sir? Agent John Erickson, and I hand, I hold out my hand. <laughs> okay, and he, he shakes it. Um, so are you saying that all the cameras went down in all of uh, Rails End, or just this stores? Well, we ain't got that many cameras in Rails End. I mean, at least ways not compared to other places, but um, I don't know about, you know, like at the filling station or other places where they got a camera. I just know that they went off here. These are the only ones I checked. Okay. Maybe we'll have to check some other locations just to see if we can't pick up some stray footage. Well, um, that's a good idea. Maybe, maybe we should check that too there. Um, because it sure would be good. I, I mean, it's hard enough being a city cop in a place like this. Oh, you're from the um, city? We ain't, oh, yeah, yeah. The city ain't got much budget. We ain't like the, them, them county sheriffs. Uh, um, our budget ain't very big. Oh, I know how that is. <laughs> uh, should we uh, skip out to Gwyneth, where, Gwyneth, you're at the front door, and there's some unhappy but now improving volunteers with Melanie. Um, yeah. They're all feeling a little bit better because the great Aaron Aronson is on the case. Yes, I would probably just be leaning next to the door, minding my own business as much as I can. <laughs> okay. So are you trying to converse with them? Are you trying to do anything with them? You're just watching to make sure oh, they stay no, out? Oh, no, I'm just watching. I'm okay. just making sure they stay out. And so you hear them talking I about... I tried being nice today. That was as much as they're getting. <laughs> and so you hear them saying, is that really Aaron Aronson? I've read about him. Gwyneth is going to pipe up and say, yeah, it's Aaron Aronson. And they look at you and they say, are you that, 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 assistant of his? Oh, no. I like to think that we are mostly equal partners. Oh, well. I mean, that's nice. I'm, and Aaron, he's such a, such a swell guy that I guess he, he wants to treat everybody equal, doesn't he? You know, most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. Well, I'm just... It makes us feel so much better that y'all and, and Aaron especially, that Aaron's on the job here because, um, well, we sure couldn't. I, I, we have no idea where to even begin with this sort of thing. Fortunately, I think Aaron is very in tune with ways to sort these things out. Uh, he has skills and connections. Oh, good, good. Well, I, I, that, that's really good. Is he about done in there? No, no, I think it's going to take a bit longer. You know, this is really tough stuff here. The auras are really weak because, you know, non-human, and it's been a bit now. <laughs> and I think at this point, just for everyone's reference, Avis has finished her uh, spell. Her spell and viewing the, uh, the shelter in the past. And I'm assuming we need to re reconvene to discuss. Yeah, probably. So, you know, I'll go in and check to see how they're doing in there. You guys just stay out here so, like, it doesn't get disturbed or anything. Um, and we'll let you know when it's safe to come in. Just don't let anyone come in. Okay. Okay. All right. 
right, thank you. Gwyneth walks in. All right, and then uh, you see that Avis is done. I'm sort of dusting off the chalk, um, so there's not an obvious pattern on the floor. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, so what I've found is a man came in through the back door, blew some kind of whistle, and all the animals went nuts and followed him out. Um, it seems like if he was able to do that once, he probably could do it again. So I think we should probably try to keep animals away from so him. So we're but dealing with some kind of pipe then. Kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so do you want to collect Arx then? Yeah. More buddy buddy right. with this yeah, guy. I'm going to go keep the other civilians so happy. You go grab well, the guy will reconvene. It was a pleasure talking to you, Officer Mulberry. Uh, oh, oh, no. That, that's very good. Very good. Um, always good to talk to another officer who, who understands these budget constraints. And, and you know, people, we, we need to be willing to pay for public safety. Of course, of course. <laughs> well, have a good one now. All right. So anything else before you all convene or do whatever... Uh, your next action is anything else at the animal shelter i'm not sure how much more we're going to get out of this location unless uh, we can somehow follow the guy i've already asked uh, my friend over there to look at other uh, businesses cameras see if we can't pick up anything uh, like a stray shot of this man that you speak of yeah i'm just wondering if we're even going to be a, like hmm we're going to have to get lucky with that. I wonder if there's any other targets that you might go for as well. somewhere else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so a good I'm going to go and talk to the people outside for a minute with that as my end goal to acquire as a question. Okay. So, uh, how do you want to uh, begin this? Then? I'm just going to swagger out and be like, guys, we have a lead. I'm going to... Oh, Melanie comes to you and says, oh, that's such a relief. We knew, we, we knew you would, would make some yeah. progress here, Mr. Aronson, sir, but that's so good to know. Unfortunately, this lead isn't good news for you, but we're still working on it. it was, <laughs> there's an echo here of something very peculiar that I've never quite seen before. Someone was calling all those animals to him in a dark, oh un- Pleasant and mysterious way. Oh no, our poor, yeah. our poor animals, poor, it's, uh, poor Zoe. It's okay, man. We've. I. You can't tell anyone this, but I'm actually in Rails Ed to invest to solve problems exactly like this. I've been called in by a consultant by some very powerful government figures and all sorts of hidden groups, and I can't really talk about well, it that Kirsten much. Well, Kirsten does say you're the hero of Rosen. I am indeed. Oh, praise we the need, Lord. What we need to do now is to try and head this person off and catch them when they're doing the next thing. Is there anywhere else in Vale's End that there's as many animals as there are here? Well, um, and once again, um, because of things that have happened off-screen that you may have some notion of, um, you're not really having to roll to manipulate someone Ooh. here. So, Melanie says, well, 
I mean, there's already been all of the goats stolen. I mean, there's not a goat on a farm anywhere around here. I mean, people in town, they got pets, and, and people out of town, they got farm animals, but we're the only animal shelter. I mean, there's not a pet store or anything like that for, for miles. I mean, probably not till you get to St. Louis or yeah. Springfield or Little Rock, there's not another place with as many yeah. animals as this, other than some other animal shelters. Can around. I get all the addresses of all the animal shelters, please? And I take out a notepad, I, I write I, down the goats are disappearing, and then I turn to look at her for the next bit. She says, I don't really, we don't have those addresses. Um, I mean, there's, there, there's maybe, maybe an animal shelter over in, in Jeremiah or someplace like that, but I mean, we're the only one for Lordy, it must be 50 miles or more. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time, and I'll do my absolute best to bring these animals back unharmed. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Aronson. She shakes your hand and, and gives you a little hug again. I just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I just realized that actually might really helpful here. All right. I'm going to see if I can get a hunch. All right. Okay. No, so no, what happens on a Okay. So what happens on a miss? On a miss, okay. I, get I get to the location where something, where something bad, bad is about to happen. But only, but only just in time to get home myself. myself. <laughs> oh, Hooray! I'm helping help the story along. Avis endangerment to herself and others. Avis endangerment to herself and others. So, before we get to what that miss looks like, so before we get to what that anything else? Are y'all ready to go back? Anything else? Are y'all ready to go back to Gwyneth's rented house and figure some stuff out? I'm ready to go back. Uh, John's gonna uh, give the officer his like contact and okay, just say like, if you find out anything else that's strange or find any peculiar figures, just give me a call. Um, Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, I'm also gonna hand out my business cards to everyone outside and then wander off. Okay. Howard <laughs> uh, Aronson, master of the so, dark art of the mysterious yeah, arts. The <laughs> dark, I mean mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> I got a different set printed for a the okay? I always forget which oh, sets no. I've got in here. <laughs> <laughs> so you all are back at Gwyneth's rented house, which is, um, I, I think we've established, one of the nicer rental houses in town and is in one of the nicer neighborhoods, not that there are very many neighborhoods in Rails End. And we'll just assume you all are sharing some sort of uh, dinner that evening and talking about the situation and then uh, Avis you feel a pull a, a, a need to go outside to try to stop whatever's going down and you rush out the door and there is a commotion all up and down the street as people start hollering, Susie, Susie, Lucy girl, Lucy girl, come here. Yeah. Mr. Peepers, Mr. <laughs> Peepers. And they see you stand there and they say, 
Have you taken my Mr. Peepers? No. Wait, stay right there. Call the cops. Animal nappy, animal nappy. I'm just standing here. How would I have done away with your dog if I'm standing here? Um, they're talking to you and up pulls a cop car. Great. Is she outside the house? Yep. Yes, this Hi. is just outside the house. John's going to step out. <laughs> um, and I, oh, lordy. Um, this could go one of two ways. I feel like this should be randomized. So, um, Come on, Officer Mulberry. Come on. <laughs> so I, I think that uh, Hannah slash Avis, can you just roll me 2d6? We'll see it, whether it is Higher above or, or below. Yeah. Six. Oh, no. It is not Randall Mulberry. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm causing trouble. <laughs> so a um, sort of old balding guy with a pot belly gets out of uh, the rails end police department car says to Avis well we've got a report of some trouble around here yeah you've been running through people's yards I hear officer I mean, I'm, I'm standing in a single yard and I came out of that house I'm gonna step up and be like officer she was with us the whole night we just had dinner she just stepped outside there's been a I, misunderstanding there was a commotion and I wanted to see what was wrong what well I, I've got reports there's been um, seven cats and four dogs stolen just on this block alone tonight. Um, I'm going to need to look into your house because I've been reported that, that that you, he looks at Avis, you you, 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 you person that, that you were seen in the backyard it maybe abscounded with a cat named Mr. Weepers, Creepers, something like that. Anyhow, I don't like cats, but... Um, I, I'm going to need to investigate and look in look in your house, and I'll get a warrant if I got to. I need to look in that house, sir. Um, just uh, follow me. <laughs> I'm going to direct him towards the house. I don't think there's is there any. What if it's going to come? Is there anything the bad in the house? And see what's like, I don't going think on. Anything is weird <laughs> in the house. I'm going to whisper to Gwyneth. I mean, Gwyneth's got a goddamn sniper yeah. rifle. I'm going to whisper to Yeah, I don't think there's a lot. Normally, we shouldn't let cops in without a warrant. I've got experience arguing with this. I've got this. Should I do it? Let me handle it okay. first. Okay. <laughs> Gwyneth is kind of mad. Hmm. Uh, okay. So she's going to walk up and physically block the officer from entering and just ask, do you have a warrant? Well, I can get one if I need to, but I've got reports of animal napping and that, that some... He gestures over at Avis. Person here was was stealing pets out of yards and toting them over here. Come back when you have a warrant. Well, no, I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to get on my radio. I'm going to call and I'm going to get me a warrant. All right, you do that. You can't come in until you have one, though. John's going to walk inside. Um, is the telescoping sniper rifle a small item or object when it's collapsed? I I would guess no. Okay. But and also, Gwyneth's room. I would is also. It's yeah, magical. And I would also ask you, how illegal is a sniper rifle in Missouri? 
I don't have that answer. I mean, it's probably it's not it's bad. not illegal in the slightest. We love our guns. It's fine. That ain't the problem. Um, <laughs> it may Thomas, be suspicious. Gwyneth doesn't want police officers in her house. What all is like? I'm gonna whisper to Gwyneth. I'm saying, is there anything you need me to like take care of? We would need to somehow hide my entire room. I mean, I could do that. <laughs> and, Don't you and, have illusions and things? So, this is something where um, there are a couple of things you all could attempt to do here. And I'll note that in particular, uh, and I didn't really give you an opportunity for this at the very beginning of today's session, Gwyneth, because I didn't think it would be appropriate. Um, but you can make your initiate move to contact your sect at the beginning of each mystery. Or you could try to do premonitions too, right? I could. Uh, well, I have fortunes as well. Yeah. Sorry, premonitions. I might possible. be an idiot, but don't the warrants have to be physically signed by a judge, which means he can't just get one radioed over to him? Oh no, somebody will bring it to him. Ah, uh, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. When you have more than he one can radio officer, it's very sit, Bring it to him, essentially. Yeah. But we've only seen one police officer at a time, so they could just be one shape-shifting amorphous entity. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a great plot. <laughs> wow, that would be spooky. <laughs> he was mulberry the whole time. <laughs> Giving the keeper ideas. So, so, um, Gwyneth or anyone else, do you want to do any of these while you're waiting for the warrant? Because otherwise you can just sort of skip ahead. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out, I guess I could try to call my set. But I'm just not sure how much hope there would be in the immediate I'm, I can, I can try to manipulate someone again, but this could get us into more trouble. I'm going to do it. Okay. okay. I mean, I thought about telepathically doing something to him, but I decided against it. I'm going to I'm going to step to him. I'm going to pull out my badge. I'm going to be I'm going to like get my voice lower. I'm going to be, "Sir, um, this is more of an unnatural case and it falls in my jurisdiction. Uh, you are uh, stepping into a a realm above your pay grade. Just let me handle this and everything will be okay." Let's see what the dice say. <laughs> the dice say yes with a nine, or an almost yes with a nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're manipulating someone, and that means you have to do something right now to show them you to mean. show that you mean it. So he looks at me, says, "Look." There's there's lots of weird things happening around Rails End and like that that's sure enough true, but I don't know, I, I don't recognize that badge. I don't know what this agency yours is. I, I I don't know what to make of it. Um We're an agency that deals with more uh, weird occurrences. As you can tell, all the pets going missing, it's quite a weird occurrence, and I'm gonna make my badge disappear in a puff of raven feathers. And, and this is using your uh, what you need when I need it. Yes. Move. I'm going to say, and I am much more equipped to deal with these kinds of situations. 
Okay, so that's not the direction I expected that to take, but I think that works. Um, and he says, well, uh, oh, that's, that's a little weird. Um, look, I've already radioed in for the, the, the warrant, but I, I, I reckon that it, it just it may not come in. And, and, well, I got more investigating to do, so... We appreciate um, your service, sir. But don't you leave town. Oh, no. Wouldn't dream of it. Okay. And he uh, says, well, and I, got, I need to interview some of these other folks that, that reported in, so I'll, I'll, I'll be around the neighborhood here. Of course. Your, uh, your intel would be most appreciated. Okay. Did you? He may or may he may or may not give it to you. He, he sort of gives the impression that he's not at all sure he's going to share any intel with oh, you. Oh, that's fine. At least he's leaving. Did yeah. you just do the raven feather thing in front of us, or was this, like, out on the front? I mean, you were right next yeah, to me. Yeah, I was. I thought, <laughs> since when have you been able to do that? Um, did the officer walk away at this point? Yes. Yes. Um, it's, it's been about a month. I've been playing around with it. Um, just, just go with it. I'll explain later. Okay. I mean, I'm not about to judge, but was a little surprised. Okay. It's okay. Um, it's, it's a new thing. All right. All right. <laughs> it's a new thing. <laughs> um, so All right. I, I guess we go back inside and wait to see. I mean, I don't know what our plan is. Animals are still disappearing. I don't think we can track them like we did the Momo. This, this feels oddly uh, rogue caster, some warlocks. Yeah, and this reminds me of warlock hunting for sure. Yes, warlocks that we all know about. They're, they're an interesting bunch, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You have no idea, and I just kind of smile at Aaron. <laughs> you do realize we thought you were a warlock for a while, Aaron. You thought that Aaron was a warlock? Until we met him. Yes, until I met him, more specifically. <laughs> I mentioned before, you don't seem to remember, but we did meet, yes. and that's how I knew you were a charlatan when we met, right? You know what they say, you fake it until you make it. I mean, I suppose if you want to make it, I could assist you, but that seems rather dangerous for all involved. Let's put that aside. One dangerous task at a time. So, um, warlocks? Yes. Um, I mean, it's a more general term for just magic user, spellcaster, like, but warlock tends to be the more dangerous variety. Yeah. Can't say we've encountered many in this sort of setting. Usually they take up in cities. That's fair. Do they have, like, superhuman durability at all? Depends. I found in my past sometimes the best way to deal with some individuals is just to hit them really hard with true. something. Depends on what they're dealing with. And what you're trying to hit them with. Also true. 